Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. This is Simon here, and it's Laura over there. Hello. And this is take three, take four. Is it? Yeah, of episode 170 of Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life. We've had a few false starts. Mm-hmm. We've had one that turned into a blistering argument halfway through. <laughs> and uh, believe me, I would say in our 170 episodes, what, there's probably been not many, but what, five, six? We're halfway through, we've just been screaming at each other and gone, fuck it, this is not going out. <laughs> I'm not fucking putting this one out. Yeah. You listen back to it. You see what you're like. <laughs> I'm not going to say who don't says start, what. Don't start. I'm not starting, but I'm just. I think we should be honest about it. Yeah, we should. So, and it's because there's been some tension because of feelings. I think that's fair enough. Yeah. Don't do a pregnant pause. No, well, no, I there's thought a lot you were going to say. Uh, I thought you were going to say more. I thought you were going to say what feelings. Do you want me? Well, to... I can't really remember. Well, no, it's just. I think it's. An extension of honey going and... There's a lot. Well, d- yeah. well, let's dig into that. So this is episode 170 anyway. Today is Tuesday the 10th of October and it's beautiful. It's a sunny day. I mean, it's 22 degrees outside. It's beautiful blue skies. It's shorts and t-shirt weather. It's been like it all weekend. What did I say? It's Tuesday today. Look at us. English and talking about the weather. I like to do the weather at the beginning. It's been beautiful. Yeah. It's just ridiculously unseasonable. I mean, it's we're getting on for middle of October. Yeah. I thought by now we'd be in the doldrums, grey every day. In fact, you know me cycling that I've been mm-hmm. doing. I cycle home from central London every day after I've dropped Betsy at school. I'm only doing it every day because I'm thinking, I've been thinking to myself... The weather's going to change and I'm not going to be able to do it. I don't mind cycling in rain, but, you know. Yeah. And it's just, uh, it's unreal. It's nice. It's just been absolutely beautiful. I'd be happy if it stayed like this for the rest of the year. (laughs) (laughs) This is nice. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, I feel like we've been, look, it sounds like they had a bit of a shitty summer. But we, since we got back, and we got back in middle of summer. Yeah. We had about a week of rain. and. Yeah, but so what? Right, let's get off the weather. I don't mind it really, the weather. So let's do it. Episode 117, lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. I, I've, we've talked about lesbian table tennis on every one of the takes we've done. And now I feel like I've over explained it to you, but no one knows what I'm talking about. Go on. So cycling home. Yep. At this point in the podcast, Simon's microphone, which he'd been charging for two days, died. What you missed was an anecdote about two lesbians playing table tennis. This led Simon to thinking about the meme of Alan Partridge's dictaphone. They went on to talk about how Laura tends to snub most internet humor, funny videos and memes. There were seven minutes of this bullshit, so actually, we've done you a favor accidentally losing the audio. You are welcome. Let's get back to it. Right, apologies, my mic went off then. 
so I don't know how much of that we missed. But <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, Michael Owen's like that. Michael Owen says he's only ever watched seven films in his life and doesn't read books. You don't. Who I'm do not, you want to be? No, I'm not like that. You don't want to be like that. No, I'm not. I'm not. I just uh, and there's certain comedies like films. I, what did it, was just one the other day that I said I'd been like Austin Powers, like anything that's yeah of, of its time. Austin yeah, but Powers I are don't funny. like that. Like, uh, I don't want to say stupid comedy because it, it makes me sound like. Do your Austin Powers impression. I haven't got one. <laughs> exactly. Like <laughs> I, I'm thinking about it. Oh, but yeah, I just I love I do love comedy, but it's got to be the right comedy. So anyway, moving on. So anyway. Lesbian, lesbian table tennis. Are I we thought, still there? <laughs> I thought of Alan's dictaphone. I had nobody to share it with, so I'm now I'm sharing it with the podcast audience. Okay. Uh, probably about 25% of you will have a clue what I'm talking about. <laughs> the rest of you, like Laura, will just think I'm a twat. Um, I had a League of Gentlemen interaction the other day. Yeah. Reese Shearsmith, who... From the League of Gentlemen, from inside number nine. It come the yardstep. It come the yardstep. From Carshare, the oh. funniest outtake Again, of all time. See, one, I loved that. I absolutely loved that scene. If you've not seen the outtakes, there'll be a link to that in the podcast oh. description as well. If you funniest like Reece, five minutes If you like Reese Shearsmith, it is brilliant. It's so good. Anyway, he's mad on Halloween, as you probably get from his comedy. Mm. And every year... He goes to a bookshop that yeah. is two minutes from our house in Muswell Hill and he drops off signed copies of the Usborne Book of Ghosts, which he's written the forward to. It's the proper old 1970s one, 1980s one. And it went out of print and he got it back in print because he loves it so much. How amazing. So I'm sitting here the other day doing a bit of editing. You'd gone off to get Betsy from school and I just happened to look at Twitter and he just put the tweet on saying, I'm up at the bookshop signing copies. I was in that car, <laughs> shot up to Muswell Hill. I had to park, you know, it's dead steep round there. Yeah. It's in the name. And I had to run up an hill. And you know I don't, I'm a dad runner <laughs> these days. So I got in bookshop and it's like, the, it's called the Children's Bookshop. Big shout out to them. They were lovely people. But they were proper bookshop people. Uh, two women and a man. You know, uh, there's a certain type of person who works in a bookshop. I'd like to be one of yeah. them people. Yeah. And I ran in and I'm like, have you, any, um, have you got any ghost books left? And they're like, they've literally not put it on their socials yet. Right. And they're like, yeah, you're the first. And I'm like, <laughs> Can I have a copy, please? Can I have a copy, please? So we're the first one. And he tweeted me about it. Because uh, he saw that I got first one, said Happy Halloween. That's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, very good. Um, thought Betsy would love that ghost book. She did not pick it up once. I was going to say, you're more excited than she is. Uh, we did Crispgate. Right. By the way, I should point out that we've got further in this podcast than we ever got in the last four times we've tried <laughs> to record it. Uh, Crispgate. Now, this is a biggie. Podcast fans will know we love crisps. I tweeted some evening crisps I spotted in Aldi the other day, Christmas edition. Yeah, I saw. Pigs in blankets. Yeah. Uh, what was what they were one? Turkey were like, and stuffing, was it? Yeah, but they were all like smoked turkey and apple sage stuffing. <laughs> all rubbish like that. Anyway, Sexying it up. Sexy evening crisps. Then you and I got into a conversation and it was about, I'd seen something like a survey on 
people tipping the crisps up. Oh, I know, yeah. Right, go on. It's one of them things that I just assumed everybody did. You get to the end of the crisps, you tip the last bit, because you don't want to waste any crisps. You tip the bag up. No. And you throw it by, uh, 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 like that. I have never done that in my life. It well, is so chubby. I didn't know this about you, right? You said you've never done it in your life, because my thing was always, how did the Queen, God bless her, how did the Queen finish a bag of crisps? She didn't have a bag. She got it on the side of her sandwich on the plate. Like Do you I think like. the Queen ever had crisps? Yes, she did. Do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah, she would have had it. You know how I like my triangle sandwiches and then a bit of yeah. bit of salad and I then a bit, of, a bit of crisps, like you get in the pub. Does, because I imagine the Queen always got quality crisps. She got evening crisps in the daytime. Maybe, but she might like to watch it. But the, the royal family, you always hear these stories that behind closed doors, they watch Corrie, the, you know, they're, yeah. they're, a la- they're just like a normal family. They sit around living room, you know. Of course. So you ever wonder, if you're the queen, you're always getting the best of everything. So you're getting the best. Has she ever had a cheesy puff? Perhaps. Or has she ever just had... A normal bag of salt and vinegar crisps, which are the best type. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she she had. You would hope so. Yeah, I imagine Queen Mum would have. Yeah. So anyway, what about tuba Pringles? Yeah, but I mean Pringles are virgin on a posh crisp, aren't they? Really, they're a bit more expensive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not so much these days. Any time. I don't think they're a posh crisp, but they're they're expensive. You'll remember when they came out; they were a video shop crisp. You got them at video shop. Oh yeah. Um. So, my thing was always. When I think of the Queen, has she, has she, she's never tipped a bag of crisps no, into her mouth. she's never done that. And we were having this conversation the other day, to which you revealed to me after, and I can't, I mean, I imagine I've seen you doing this, but you say you've never tipped a bag of crisps into your mouth in your life. No. But then you, you said what you do, which to me is 50 times worse and chavier. To finish a bag of crisps. So how do you finish a bag of crisp? Well, I do the, the finger swipe at the bottom from corner to corner. Then I lick it. And then occasionally you go in for another. I mean, that's your technique in everything. <laughs> <laughs> Betsy does it. I've seen her do it. I mean, but yeah, it's uh, that's how you get the crumbs at the bottom, corner to corner. Right. To me. Lick. Now, this is my tactile thing. Yeah. I don't like... Getting sticky fingers. <laughs> You're so childish. <laughs> well, you laughed. <laughs> anyway, luckily we've been arguing for a couple of weeks. <laughs> but I have never done that. I hate, I get the crisps out of the bag without the sides of my fingers touching the bag. I hate, you know, and I don't, I'm not a crisp packet ripper either. I think that's chavy, ripping a crisp packet open. People in the pub who rip a crisp packet open for everyone to have one. No. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I like to do the, the fold as well, which I think no, you're against. I'm a, I am so against that. And also you had a go at me for how I eat my Mars bars the other day. Oh, God. You eat Mars bars like a squirrel. You, ch- you eat the either end off. Take the, Why? I don't know. First of all, the ends are the best bits because they've got more chocolate on. And then you do the sides. And then to, so then it's like flopping in your fingers. And then you try and get the top bit off without breaking it. This is where you're wrong. Because you're supposed to have all the 
flavour sensation. Mm. Otherwise, you might as well just have two blocks of dairy milk, then have a couple of peanuts out of a bag. You're doing it wrong. It's like a feast, a feast ice lolly. I like to get the chocolate bit off, then the middle bit, then the, then the ice cream, then the, the last bit is the, the, the hard chocolate. Let me save you some time on describing all of this. Just call yourself a food cunt. <laughs> that's what you are. I'm telling you, there'll be people nodding going, yep, yeah, that's yeah, how I Yeah, they run. are as well. Nah, nah. I turned around the other day and she was eating a fake Snickers, which we have from Aldi, called Racers, which are every bit as good as a Snickers, by the way. I turned around, it was like fucking Stevie Wonder playing harmonica. You're going up and down the <laughs> side of a fake Snickers bar. And I'm like, just eat it properly. I think I even said it to you. You did, you did, yeah. <laughs> eat it properly, a food cunt. <laughs> So anyway, I put it out there as a yeah. as a Twitter vote. Now, I didn't skew it in any way. I said one of us has never done one of them and one of us has never done the other. And we equally both hate the way other people, yeah. the other one does it. It come out 50-50. Did it? And I didn't vote. I bet you voted. No, I didn't vote. I didn't vote other. I just wanted to see how it went. But it come out roughly 50-50, I yeah. think. Yeah. Well, I would say, I don't very often, again... I don't like doing the male and female divide, but I would say more men do the the chugging down your throat, and more oh, la- really? more ladies do the fingers. <laughs> it's it's almost the wrong way around. Do you round. think it's Freudian? Yeah, it's the wrong way around, really, isn't it? Do you it? think so? The men are they've got their deep rooted homosexuality, so they're pretending they're doing a yeah. upside down blowy. Yeah, and uh, the women are dipping the fingers in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe, who knows? Dwell on that for a right. little while. We've gone from lesbian table tennis to making crisps seem sexy. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> All right. What else have I got here? Oh, here's a thing. We went to Oxford Street mm. um, on Saturday. Again, yeah. nice weather. Wasn't as nice as they said it was going to be. Sunday was. So Saturday, we, we, we needed to get Betsy some clothes and... We wanted to go to a country park and we said to Betsy, we've got, let's do a, a day. Where do you want to go in London? And she went, city. Because yeah. she loves, she loves the worst, like Leicester Square. Well, she gets to go to the city every day, but she's going there for school. So she's not getting to go and do. I think she's a secret Asian. Because when you go into the city, there's a lot of Asians around with the cameras in there. And uh, Betsy's like like a secret one of them. She could pull her mask off like Mission Impossible right. and be a very short Asian woman with a number of cameras around her neck. You know what I mean? She's got that and, and some furry Crocs on. <laughs> um, so we went to Oxford Street. The Christmas lights are already starting to go up, but they're not switched on. They don't no. get switched on until the start of December. However, we went into the John Lewis Christmas store and... It was massive. It's a whole floor of John Lewis on Oxford Street. Yeah. They've gone with the rainbow theme this year. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nice. They didn't have much what I would say traditional, like colours and... and, uh... It's funny because uh, a radio friend of mine here in the UK, he... uh, he, I sent him a... he, He asked me about some work, some radio work. And I sent him a picture back and I said... I'm currently in the John Lewis Christmas shop, mm. but I was stood next to all the rainbow Christmas trees and rainbow baubles, so I sent him that picture, you know, and the spires yep. of the trees. And he said he sent me one back saying, it looks like the Dubai skyline. And I'm like, <laughs> don't get rainbows in Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> Controversial, I know, but true. Yeah. 
Anyway, Whamageddon happened. Now, for those not in the know, Whamageddon is the first time you hear last Christmas every day, you're out. Yeah. Right? So I put a post on it. It's on my Instagram. Ah, I saw this. But it's got it on in the background because it's me and you and John Lewis and we got, we heard last Christmas. First time I've heard it this year. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, somebody has said on that post that Whamageddon doesn't start till the 1st of December. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know. I if, don't know if... It, I, I mean, don't, I've never seen any I mean, hard I don't feel rules. like... I do... I kind of do feel like this is probably too early to start playing the game. But I don't know first... But what's the game? Well, to avoid it. But... See, by by mid-November, everyone's into Christmas vibes. So... You can't go into a shop that's not playing now. That's what I call Christmas. Yeah, so and I... And features heavily. And I saw lots of people saying, well, by us... Watching this post, does that make us yeah. involved now? And I said, yeah, it does. Well, yeah, maybe. That's why I put it on. <laughs> well, that's because you're a well, C-U-N-T. Yeah, I actually wrote that on there. I actually wrote it on there, Laura. Now, um, we mentioned, did we mention this earlier? Big Brother's back. Yeah. And how do you, how do you feel so far? Big Brother, the uh, reality TV show that came on in 2000, Disappeared from our screens 2017, did it? I'm not sure. Somewhere around then? Um, we we love Big Brother in our house, don't we? Um, I'm disappointed Absolutely. about the 24-7 because they said it was going to be 24-7, like the old days where you could watch what was happening, just have your TV on in the background and, you know, see what they were doing. That's that's not happening. Um, so far, I'm not very taken with the presenters. Um, however, the contestants, I think... Classic Big Brother. I think they've done all right this year. I don't Decent. think you've got too, like, too many Love Island characters. Yeah, I don't like it when it's all plastic fantastic. No, I don't think they've got that this year. I think they've got a good mix. I think there's some fiery people in there. I think there's, there's going to be... My favourite so far is... Oh, what's his name? I think it begins... It's not Roger. Which... Rowan... Oh, the posh kid. Well, he's not posh, the is he? The kid with the brown hair. Yeah, he's not posh. He's, this he's from somewhere like Scarborough. He said he he grew up in a council estate. But, but talks like this. But he said he taught himself. Elocution. Yeah. Um, from from Downton Abbey. From Downton, That's what he said because yeah. he loved how they spoke. And I think he's hilarious. Yeah. I even, I mean, the Tory kid. So, so I tweeted this this morning. What I love about Big Brother is how you despise and detest someone one evening and the next evening you always want to give them a big bear hug and a cup of tea and then normally one sentence later you're doing fantasy Cluedo murders in your mind. <laughs> I mean, uh, there are a couple in there. There's a couple of housemates, or maybe one even. But but overall, I'm liking everybody so far. No one's really rubbed me up the wrong way. But I do like him. He um, He's making me chuckle. Well, a reply to this tweet came from one of our old friends, Katie Valance. And she said, I veer, I veer wildly from bless to what the fuck with Jordan. I don't know who Jordan is. Jordan, Jordan. So I said, I don't know names. I currently know them as, trigger warning about what's about to come. I currently know them as little cunt, big cunt, Welsh cunt, Scottish annoying cunt, obvious cunt, perm cunt, mullet cunt, benefits cunt, age badly cunt, junior Boris cunt, Wes Anderson cunt, etc. I think you could work out who each one of them was. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. God, that's a sentence I would have loved to have done on radio. <laughs> I bet. 
But do you know what I mean? So I, I don't know who Jordan is. No, I'm trying to I'm trying to rack my brains to yeah. But no, it's uh, I mean it's early days, early days. But I'm enjoying it being back on. Favorite one of my favorite bits so far is in episode two. Yeah, the trans admitted to being trans. One of the least surprising, I know, but literally know. as soon as she got out of the car, and I'm saying she, I'm all on board with this sort yeah, of yeah. stuff. I, as soon as she got out of the car, I just went. Who what? who went? Huh? Who? Did you say it? I said it because, yeah. Yeah, you, but you used a transphobic term. I don't like that. No, I did not. I'm joking. Don't you I'm dare go down that route. That. No, because you, you uh, messaged Honey straight away and said your mum's got... Transdar. 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 Yeah. Which no. is, why not? Uh, yeah. Well, but as, it, it was, I mean, you know what she I was thought? a lot taller than everybody else. Yeah. Sometimes the bone structure is a giveaway, but that's neither here nor there. But then in episode two, everybody around the kitchen table, guys, I've not been honest with myself. I've got something to tell you. And my first thought were, well, I don't think anyone's going to be that surprised. Yeah. But then I thought, I was thinking about this this morning. Mm-hmm. I thought, but she deserves that moment. Yeah. You, you know, like, it's a very important moment. How old? She's really young as well. Yeah, she, she's, and she's only um, been transitioning for two years. And I, do you know what? I actually thought, like, she comes across as quite mature about it and her talking about it and her saying, I'm quite happy to talk about my journey. And I think that's really... Big time. Because... I, for one, am really uneducated on the situation. So I I feel like it's a great thing that she's willing to talk about it and, and she is being so open about it. Um, but yeah. yeah, yeah. So but I, it's great to have I, it back on. I'm, I'm, I, really, I really like her and I'm really interested to see her journey in the house as well. So See, I tweeted as soon as it came on and the first contestant, Jenkin, went in, the big lad, looks yeah. like Guillermo del Toro. I like. I wish they'd have had spikes behind door that it had just fell through onto. And literally by episode two, because he was crying in episode two, he's the one I'm talking about. I yeah. was like, actually, he's one of the nicest, isn't he? Yeah, he is. And he did have a rough time oh, straight yeah. off. But I think it'll do him good. You know. The other girl, though, who got... The Scottish. Oh, she got the nomination. And Big Brother, I'm sorry, they were too soft there with, oh, we'll give you... a immunity if you do this well that was obvious that she was gonna not get put last for that yeah um look i think we should stop big brother because i I imagine there's not a lot of people watching it um honey let's talk about honey because the last podcast we did we just dropped her i think we were both feeling a bit down in dumps about it for one reason or another it had been a few days and she'd not contacted me yeah and you know not showing much appreciation for everything we'd done and we said on that podcast that that's the role of children. It's, you know, they, they're not, they might not have the emotional maturity yet to understand everything we've done from blah, blah, blah. So. Well, I don't it, think you do until you become a parent. Yeah. It's like, been. And then you realise how you treated your parents. But, but yeah, it's, it's. It's been a week and a half. Yeah. Since we dropped her. I am now talking to her. <laughs> I don't mean I weren't talking to her, yeah, but yeah. she just weren't messaging me. So then I sent her a, not a snotty message, but I'm like, well, I thought I'd be hearing a bit more from you. You know, anyway, so my new approach is to message her constantly. Yeah, and do you know what? she Because she'll appreciate that. No, she is, and she's messaging us, or like 
most mornings I'm getting a message about what she's doing that day. Then she'll might ask me a question halfway through the day and then she'll tell me where she's going that night. And, you know, she is doing... And she's, I'm, I'm so, so proud of her. Can you bullet point the highs and lows of her first week at uni? Yeah, I'll try to go through it quick. So she's been going out. She's been doing the 2 a.m. get-ins, which for Honey, because she was an 8 o'clock go-to-bed person. So I'm proud of her for staying up. She hasn't been getting overly drunk. She's just been, you know, taking it easy. They've managed to have a fire already in the flat. Didn't set the fire alarms off, though. They uh, set know. the air fryer the modern student, uh, on fire. They don't know they're born, do they? No. I didn't even have a bloody microwave when I was there. <laughs> Air fryers. So they managed to get that out quite sharp. But the fact that they, I get a message, oh, we've just had a fire. Brilliant. First week. She's Well, she didn't. Some... Where, where have we gone wrong here? Because when Leo came to visit a couple of weeks ago when we first moved to London, yeah, he almost set our kitchen on fire doing a Pop-Tart in the toaster, which to me... Seems practically impossible to do. Well, Leo, do you not remember? He he managed to get a fire by... He, he put... Garlic dough balls... In the microwave. He thought... You had to follow the instruction that's on the oven one. So he thought you had to put it in for 25 minutes when it was two minutes. Yeah. So he put dough balls in the microwave for 25 minutes yeah. and nearly burnt his house down. Yeah. You and I are really sensible people like this... We're well, well Honey's the... pretty sensible. It wasn't her that did it. And I have to say, the photos, the after photos is her sweeping up the mess. And I'm like, you're sweeping up? And she's like, yep, I, I get up every morning and I'm I'm the one that cleans the kitchen because I'm always first up because she's an early riser. And I was like, whoa. Shocker. Whoa. I mean, if you're newer. And if you're one of Honey's teachers, I know how conscious, conscientious she is in the classroom. We've yep. always seen this. Yeah. Well, home honey is not classroom honey, <laughs> let no, me tell you. No, not at all. But yeah, she's already changed her bed. She's cleaned her whole room, which that was in week one. I am amazed. And um, they stole a trolley from the supermarket. She didn't, but she said she wanted nothing to do with it. However, the photograph... Had the police come, though, she was still with them. <laughs> yeah. Well, she told them not to do it. She's like, no, 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 I'll carry my stuff. But, uh, yeah, so all in all, I think she's doing amazing. She's already, this week she started having lessons and so she's had to do some of her acting already. Today she had to do some singing. Um, so I think she's thrown herself into it. She's really, because she was, the day before we left, she was quite upset and struggling at the thought of leaving home like it suddenly had hit her and there was between her and I we had a lot of tears and then the day of she couldn't wait to get rid of us because she was getting FOMO and just wanted to be with her flatmates which I totally understand and then all this week she's just been sending me pictures like they all did their washing together they've all cooked together the girls have done like wine and crispy evening evening crisps like so they've all so she has done exactly what I wanted her to do. Good. She's, she's, I'm, I'm so, so proud of her. And yeah, it's, I think this is what she has needed for a long time. So yeah, so she's doing good. You and I have struggled, I think, with it. I, I think I talked briefly on the last podcast, but just that my, my purpose, I feel like any mom will know what you're talking. Well, my aunt. Yeah. Has been visiting because she, my cousin just lives up the road. Uh, Lindsay just lives up the road. Mm. She's a 
well, she's from Sheffield, but she's proper Londoner now. She's been here 20-odd years. Yeah. And her mum, Stella, my mum's yeah. sister, my auntie Stella, yeah. is down here regular. So she's been calling down. Yeah. And uh, Which is great because she's been poorly, so it's really great to see her. I love her to bits. And um, she came down Sunday when we were talking about this, weren't we? And uh, she was saying... Well, she, she brought it up first because she was saying, you know, she, she like, helps out one of her daughter's... Um, clinics and does you know a bit of cleaning she said and it keeps me busy she said because what what is my purpose in life anymore she said my kids are all grown up now the grandchildren are all grown up so what what is my thing and I said I 100% know where you're coming from because isn't it funny the difference between men and women because my thought is video games (laughs) guitar drum machine Watching films. Walking around the house naked. Walking around the house naked. Love doing that. Gwint at Woods naked. Love doing that. <laughs> Basically, it, having a life. Getting your life back. Whereas. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it left me, it left me a, a feeling old. It left me feeling empty. And that thing about, right, what is my, what do I do now? Yeah. And, and I think as well, because you and I aren't working at the minute, you know, we're, we're trying to um i haven't got even got that as a yeah. distraction so it's but you had this quite a bit in dubai as well you know if when i was off at work yeah because you've always you know you've had a career and you've done lots of things and you you know lots of things when you were younger and i feel like i didn't like you to think of yourself i'm there's nothing wrong with being a housewife if that's well, what you do well it is i mean because i'm because i'm Professionally, I'm a teacher. Yeah. And then I've also done a lot of, like, drama and acting stuff. From from that to then being a mum full-time yeah. and a housewife, I hated that term, by the way. When it, right, you, Whenever you get those questionnaires, what's your job? And you have to tick housewife. It's like, no, 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 no. That's well, not... The, the problem was in Dubai, you were on my visa and that's how it yeah, works. Yeah, but you get that even here. Even you know. here. Is that... Is this... And you're like... Right... It, I'm so much more than that, and that's that's that is a hard thing to. T- You're sounding like a Dove advert. Yeah, I am. I am <laughs> a Tampax advert or a Dove advert. Hey, yeah. Look at these uh, panty liners. <laughs> she's not just a housewife; she's fucking skydives. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something like that. No, but you know, and it's it is a weird thing. And then, but then I did throw myself into being a mum. Yeah, like and, and you're brilliant at it. No, I don't. I'm not. Wasn't looking for no, but, but you are. But you know, like. And then to have one taken away and now two taking taken away, it's like the social services are very quick to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's uh Well it's, you've not they've not been They're not been taken away. They've they've life has yeah. the progression of life. Yeah. And I'm proud I'm so proud of them, Leo yeah. and Honey, like for what they've gone and done, you know, and, and even Betsy, she's she's doing amazing and, and she still needs me, obviously. Yeah. But it's just, it is a weird thing to go through as a mum and have those kind of pulls on your well, emotions. We should fit, wrap this up soon, but something happened the other day and I think that this was a major reason that your short fuse was made even shorter recently. Um, so we spoke to Leo who's our eldest, who's down in Bristol, and again, regular podcasters, yeah. listeners will know him. Yeah. And like you were saying, you thought the move back to England 
would mean we'd see him a lot more. Yeah. Because, you know, most of his friends seem to go home, not every weekend, but they yeah. can see the families at Certainly weekends and stuff like that. Certainly on the half-terms and the holidays yeah. and stuff, yeah. And anyway, we've only been back, we've only been back a couple of months. He came up once, he's busy, but then we're talking to him on the video chat the other day and, uh, you know, you're doing the majority of the talking, you're holding the phone, talking to him on the video, I'm grunting away in the background. And you asked him a question mm-hmm. and I went into matrix bullet time. <laughs> you know, when Keanu goes backwards and dodges Whoa, all bullets in slow motion yeah. and you said to him, so what are your plans for Christmas? Yeah. And as you said, it, this is how it sounded in my head. So what are your plans? <laughs> and I was like, no, because I'm thinking, I don't know why, but I sensed before he even answered. Oh, I did. I did. But I, I think did. that's why you asked. Well, because normally you wouldn't have to ask what your plans are for Christmas. We knew. Well, this year he didn't, obviously, he didn't come back to Dubai for summer because we were moving. So yeah. And he didn't want to. And it well, yeah, he didn't want to come to Dubai, but also until we were settled. So then he came down for a long weekend, but then he's now doing films back to back, which is great. And he's so busy. But I think I thought I would be seeing him sort of, I don't know, once a month for a weekend or something like that. But then the December thing, honey's already said to me, oh, day after uni finishes, I'm coming back. All all our flatmates are going back home. I would imagine most of Leo's housemates are doing the same thing. However, Leo um, is in a relationship and she's half Turkish. And he said, oh, I'm going to Turkey for December. I was like, okay. And it was a bit of a... I think I thought, well, for our first Christmas back here, and he knows how we all love Christmas and we love as family. I thought... He would be coming to us for the December. Yeah, big time. And yeah, I I didn't expect, I expected him to say he would perhaps be going down to her mum's or something like that for a bit and then come to us. His, his girlfriend's family don't celebrate Christmas. No. She doesn't celebrate Christmas. So no. it's, it's no skin off her nose. No, really. which again, so in my mind, I thought, well, that's that's good in that he'll probably even more likely come to us for Christmas. Yeah. And we do do Christmas well. Yeah. Well, it's We're a, known for it. Yeah. We, we, we just like, it's a big family thing for us. But do you know what my take away from that conversation was? I thought to myself straight after, his mind will already be onto something else. He won't think, I think he probably thought about it. I think he probably understands the ramifications, but... It won't bother him like it's bothering us. No. And I thought to myself, you little bastard, the fallout at this end of that conversation mm. is going to be far-reaching and you're just getting on with doing what you're yeah, 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 living yeah. your life, you yeah. know? And uh, so, you know, that's why I think the change of circumstances, we're in a new city, we're in a new, kind of a new country, and, you know, we're trying to, get Betsy assimilated into this life, which she's handling. She's been amazing. And, you know, we're worrying about Honey, but think it's going all right. We're, you know, surprised at Leo. Maybe not, I don't want to say pissed off, but... No, 
know, I get, of I, and, disappointedly you know, I do get surprised. it. I get it as well. You know, you, well, it, we've both said by that age we were probably not with our parents at Christmas. Although I think I did try no, and make I an think, effort to be. Yeah, I think I've as much as I can. I've tried to spend Christmases. With and friends. he will regret it. Maybe not today. Yeah. But he will. Because when Stella was here the other day, you'll have heard me say it about the Christmases, because I think we talked to her about this. And I said, God, you know, my parents, in our family, my parents are probably the least Christmassy. Yeah. But I don't know. I've, even with that, still love Christmas. I think they made an effort for me to have, me and my brother to have great Christmases. Yeah. And, but Stella always does Christmas big. Right. She always had the biggest tree out of the family, Stella. Always had a, I think she always had a real Christmas tree like we do as well. Mm. And um, I think as a extended family, nans, granddads, aunts, uncles, cousins, yeah, we always did big Christmases. Christmas to New Year were always family time. And I've got such fond memories of it. And even when I was Leo's age and we were students, me and my best mate always ended up at our Stella's or our Jean's or our Martin's. <laughs> You yeah, know, I just and I think this year as well, being in London, like what a place to be for Christmas. Like it's, it's there's Christmas. so much happening. There's so ma- so many things going on, and I wanted us all to be part of that. You know, like, and that was my the reason. I mean, financially, I don't want any yeah. of us to be part. of I mean, it. that was the reason I asked because I like you, you have to start booking up these things, and like I want to plan when we go and see the lights, or when we're going to go to a Christmas show, or whatever it is, and it's it, like. I, you know, I'd much rather him be part of that because I'll always feel like, oh, I wish Leo was here, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I get, I've got it at the minute. Um, we had, we had custard one day and I felt guilty for Honey because she loves custard. And I'm like, oh, I feel bad that we've had this when Honey's not here. And I'm sure, again, everyone goes through that. And she was, I mean, ironically at the time was burning some custard in an air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> Just poured it straight into air fryer. Um, Do you want to finish on one one last thing? Yeah, go on then. Do you want to talk about yesterday? I mean, I, let's well, just say let's... we finished the last podcast on something absolutely disgusting, and the amount of messages, by the way, about oh god, this is London Tube Underground cum smell. Yeah, if you've not if you've not go listened back to... and listen to it, it's yeah. disgusting, and yeah, it's probably it piqued more interest. Yeah. Than anything as in a long time. I had time. someone say, "Oh my goodness, I never never expected those words to come out of your mouth." And I said, yeah. "Why is that?" And they were like, "Because you were you were one of my parents." Like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. "Well, as people will have noticed, there is now an explicit sign on our podcast because because of my job in Dubai. Yeah. The the fucks and cunts had to be bleeped out. Well, guess what? I'm not in Dubai anymore. And anybody who's ever been to our quiz. Anybody who ever came to our quiz night who only had ever listened to me on the radio used to come up to me at the end and go, I wasn't expecting it to be quite like this because <laughs> even at the quiz nights in yeah. Dubai, they were very blue. Yeah. And I could have probably gone to prison for most of them. Well, you know, I'm in England now. Yeah. And the tongue's a little looser. So, yeah, but you, I mean, that was, for you to come out and say that, I mean, I was shocked. What? And I know, I know what a dirty mouth little. To be honest, I was just telling him, telling it as it was, but. But it's a shocking thing you said. <laughs> was it? Very shocking. <laughs> oh dear. Very shocking, and I hear some bad things come out of your mouth personally, but 
Oh. We did get a heck of a lot of feedback on that. The ep- was it that was the same episode you farted on? Which, by the way, you the promo you might, you might have heightened the sound in the I didn't, promo in the promo, not in the podcast. But she, she did fart, as people remember. Anyway, we'll end on this. Yesterday, you came home from bringing Betsy. It was a beautiful sunny day, like it is today. Yeah, and we wanted to take Charlie <laughs> for a walk. Oh, and we wanted to go to woods. But then Betsy was piss balling about, proper dad saying. She wouldn't get ready. I was getting frustrated because it was getting late. I wanted to sit down. So there's a park down the road, Broomsfield Park, it's called. Mm. And it's like five minutes in car. So we went to that one. And it's nice. It used to be a stately home. It's a bit more down market than Highgate Wood, which is Yeah, the well, there's bits of it that are nice. There's a nice, like, little secret garden. And then it's a walled garden. I feel like there's a side of that park that's really... What do you call the thing? It's not a, con- it's not a conservatory, but it's like a, a wrought iron Victorian greenhouse sort of thing. But there's a name for them, isn't it? Is it? It's not a conservatory. Well, I think it was. It's just a large conservatory. But it's like a botanical garden sort yeah. of thing, really. And there's lakes. And, and they have violinists playing in it and stuff. And there's the remnants of a big house that burnt down, fell into disrepair. Um, but then it almost changes. Well, there's a wall. Yeah. And we've never, we've been down there a couple of times and on one side of this wall, you've got all this prettiness. Yeah. You go to the other side of this wall and it's got possibly the biggest play, kids playground yeah. I've ever seen. It's yeah. about that. It's about half a football pitch of swings and rides. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So Betsy know, was happy. Yeah. She goes in there. She goes in there. No dogs allowed. So we go onto the kind of flat football pitch yeah, big field the around it. it. Yeah. And let Charlie off the lead because he's been a good boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I'm over near Betsy. Anyway, I'm walking Charlie and I turn around and he does like a <laughs> Fosbury flop. Yeah. He's like stood up. Yeah. And he flips onto his back and starts doing like a fish out of water side to side thing. When... And I'm like, oh, he's got an itchy back. Yeah. But then he continues and I and you start going... Laura, 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 look at look at Charlie. You're, you're, How funny is this? Film it. And I'm going, stop him. Stop him doing it. And you're you're like, running like like the kid's about to touch the oven. Yeah. Get him up. Stop him. Stop and I'm him. like, shut up. He's it'll, having a great time. He'll be rolling in muck. Get him off. Get him off. And, and you're like, like, so no, what? He's, he's rolling muck. He's scratching his back, at, you dickhead. Oh, he's having the time of his life. Look at him. He's having so much fun. I'm like, Simon, please, just get him up. Get him up. And then I get there. And you're like absolutely wetting yourself again. Oh, but then. But then, and you're like, he got oh, up, oh, he's got a bit of grass stains on him. It looked like he got grass stains on his back, and you're going, you're getting that off. And I'm like, it's a fucking grass stain. I don't care. It's yeah. all right. It's a bit of fun. Tell everybody what you think well, he rolled in. But then he does it, keeps going back to do it. And I'm like, I was get, I'm getting crosser. I mean, and, even when I tried to stop him doing it, by I'm this getting point, crosser and like, crosser because I can see he's covered in whatever it is. And, and remember, we have been arguing the last couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm like mad that you're not listening to me. Anyway, I get down and you're like, oh, here's some wet wipes. I'm like, oh, so I've got to clean it off after me telling you to... It's only because of my knees. Right, I get down there. It's not grass stains, let me tell you. It's not grass stains. It looks like human diarrhoea. <laughs> <laughs> It smelled like human diarrhea, baby poo. It was disgusting. He He was covered in it. It was in his ears. It was on his cheeks. On he's got them long. What do you call them things? Like a harness. It's all over his harness. It's all over his harness. Handle. It's on his face. It's on his back. 
It is everywhere. It stinks like diarrhea. Yes. I am fuming. I'm like, I'm going to need a tetanus. I've got... Oh, you've got a little splinter on a finger. I've got a cut. I've touched it. I might lose a finger. It's this... Like, I'm like, I could be getting any diseases off this. And you're just stood there peeing yourself. Like, oh, no. Because I knew. Oh, my God. I because was... I know, as you know, I know, like the Leo thing. I know that somewhere that'll end up being my well, fault. Well, it was your fault. So this, it was your fault. This is where right. I'm directly. I was I so didn't trip him up. I was so angry, right? I was so angry. You just went. Wait a minute. We. we <laughs> I suggested going out yesterday because Betsy, for so once, it's your fault. Didn't have any homework, right? And she and she gets a hell of a lot of homework. She didn't have any yesterday. And I thought, oh, the weather's so lovely. Let's go out for a nice dog walk. That dog walk made me so stressed out. Once all this happened, I'm like, let's just go. And you're like, well, I'm not putting him in the car. And I'm like, I want to get home and I want to wash oh, yeah, my hands, sure. wash the dog. This is absolutely disgusting. I was fuming. And then Betsy's Betsy's like, can I go on the swing? I'm like, no, we're going home. Get now. in that car. Let's go now. I was fuming. So then I have to pick him up and put him in the car, which was horrible. And we get him back to the house. I know. And I don't think I've ever bathed a dog in my life. And I'll tell you this about Charlie. He's great in the car. Yeah. I just sit still. So I forget he's in the car. Yeah. And he's great. He just stands. Because he's, well, he's fucking stupid. I mean, I've said it before. He is stupid. He is the stupidest creature I've ever seen on God's earth. So. Oh, by the way. He was getting off on that. My first, His pink lipstick My first out. thought was another dog had lazy, uh, lady jizzed on the floor. Like, because I thought, well, that's what's there. Because he was full on enjoying, like, the, it's... So it's a combo of lady dog jizz and diarrhoea. Oh, I'm not calling I mean, podcast that. Everything was coming out and he was just having the time so, of his life. So we're showering him, oh, right? Yeah. And the water, the runoff water... The runoff water was so dirty that I thought Fergal Sharky was going to tweet about it. <laughs> now, it was just brown water coming off him. I mean, my... And by this point, by the way, I'm shampooing him and I'm having the time of my life. It's not a job I ever want to do again, but I'm like, in for a penny. I'm doing it now. Yeah. I'm giving him a proper old shampoo and he just stands there and takes it. He does, it. yeah. Any other animal goes nuts at this. He absolutely loved it. And I don't I, think he does love the shower. I think he just like terrified. Yeah, he he goes into <laughs> yeah. Um, you know when he like was staying with my parents, they had said he'd got into the habit of rolling in horse poo. That was his thing that he liked yeah. to do. He is that dog is disgusting. He really well, is disgusting. One of his other little tricks, and I think it's a kink. You know what a kink is, right? It's a thing. It's a sexual yeah, thing I you're into. Yeah, I'm sure you do. The, the, the sexual thing you're into. Yeah. You know. You're saying that he'd like a lady to poo on the glass table. Absolutely not what I was going to say. <laughs> you're going to hear what I'm going to say now and you're going to really regret because I don't know where that came from. I thought you were By the way, A, we don't have a glass coffee table and B, I've never asked. No, and I wouldn't do it. I thought you were going to say that. His Having been around your farts, <laughs> I don't want to be anywhere near around when you're evacuating, <laughs> let alone finding it sexy. Oh. 
<laughs> no. Charlie's kink, right? Yeah. And let's be honest, he's a man. Some men go in for, what's he called, BDSM. What do you call it? Sadomasochism yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. Charlie's kink, we found out, is rubbing his little winky on nettles while he has a piss. <laughs> what a weirdo. He will back into nettles, cock his leg. And we're just like, Charlie, that is the worst thing you can do. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I mean, we've all had nettles on his shins or on his arms when we've been kids walking through woods. But There's I've got to say, thing. I quite like that feeling too. Oh, well, there we are. <laughs> what, backing into nettles with your no, arse I've never tried it in, on my privates. but Well, don't. No, but I do. There's something, when you when you get stung, there is something quite nice about that feeling of a stinging nettle sting yeah. as well. Cast your mind back to the beginning of this podcast when I said lesbian table tennis and you were shocked. How shocked are you now? Oh. <laughs> right, shall we leave it there? Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Links to a lot of the things we've talked about will be in the description of the podcast. If you want to get in touch, you can. That's our socials. The links are in there. Uh, we've got lots of photos of the adventures and everything we're doing on our Instas and stuff. And any feedback on Crispgate? Do you finger the bag or do you glug it down your throat? Let us know. Yeah. And by the way, we're not trying to make these um, episodes disgusting. Well, no, because what we were doing in the past is... We, it's just falling upon us. A lot of it's happening here. <laughs> it's a very dirty place. <laughs> we'll see you next time, everybody. Bye. The end.